Hey folks, this is Jordan, one of your hosts. This is part two of a conversation we had in one sitting about the top 10 movies of the decade, where we compile the list collaboratively of the top 10 movies of the decade. In this half of the conversation, we decide an order. So we decide one through 10, what the top 10 movies of the 2010s were. So I thought it might be helpful just to remind you of what 10 movies we chose in our last episode. In no particular order, we had Mad Max Fury Road, Moonlight, Inside Out, Cabin in the Woods, The Social Network, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Bridesmaids, Avengers Endgame, Inception, and Get Out. So have those in mind as we go into this conversation, and you're going to hear us decide an order for them, 1 to 10, and then talk a little bit about other movies you should catch from the 2010s and movies we are looking forward to for the next movie year of 2020. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Jesus Take the Real, where we discuss film from the perspective of theology and faith. I'm Taylor. I'm Tony. And I'm Jordan. And we're joined by... Haley. And James. Just like our last episode, we're wrapping up our conversation about the best movies of the decade. And our task, that, uh, which, by the way, I feel great about. I'm super psyched. <laughs> Not everyone feels Not equally everyone great. Not everyone feels equally <laughs> great, but I feel great about it. And we're not recording this at a different day, we're just extending the conversation. So if we sound fatigued, that's why. (laughs) Uh, We're all so happy to be here. So the game's a little different this time around. This time we're trying to decide an order to it. So we're going to be, instead of pitching a movie that belongs on the top ten, we're going to be pitching what should be at the top of the list. Mm. So we're pitching a number one, and we need... Unanimous. We need to be unanimous, I guess. And this is where... (laughs) Let's have it take another two hours. (laughs) We had several unanimous decision, decisions through the course of it. There are a couple that are not unanimous. Those should not obviously be the number one. I think we should stick to the rule of three. If it gets three votes for where we're wanting to place it, then majority wins. Okay. Let's do that and see how it works. Maybe the rule of four. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. I feel good about... Actually, I like four. I think four yeah, for four. this is good. Okay. So you need, myself, it's fine. Four votes to, you need four votes to slot into the highest spot left. And don't be symbolic on this one, because it's going to lock it into Forever. a place. As Haley learned earlier. <laughs> well, that one disappeared. No pity mean votes. things. No pity <laughs> votes. That one disappeared. That's true. That's true. No, I stood by that one. Boyhood? Yeah. No, I mean, at, at the end, I did vote it up. But I mean, like, I, stood, I stand by my symbolic vote on that one. I wouldn't have been upset. Right. It was almost on the list. Yeah. I feel great about that. Okay. So, who feels strongly enough to go first? What oh, should... Oh! Oh! Apparently, tell and me. You're, you're pitching the best movie of the decade. Best movie of the decade, sure according to this, this list. Are you sure you don't want to do it in reverse order? So from worst to best? No, not worst. None of these hard. are worst. No, no, I think it'll be easier to go with what I like most to what I like least. Right, okay. it, because you're, you're pitching what you like best yes. not of what's left, not what you like least of what's left, yeah. which okay. I think could hurt some feelings. So I have <laughs> strong feelings about this one. Okay. Mm. We all have strong feelings. Mine, sure. are, mine sure. aren't more valid than yours. But Inception, I think, is the best movie of the decade. That's that's uh, mm. that's. Can we just have a discussion on what should be number one? Wouldn't Inse- that be easier? Inception should be number one. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I, rather than pitching, because I think Get Out should be number one. I, I literally think that those two are the best conversation for a first. Get Out and Inception? Yes. Get Out, really? Yeah. Okay. Get Out. I get think, Out. <laughs> I think because of the importance that Get Out has socially. Yes. And the importance it has. It's the same arguments we made in 2017 when I mean, we came down to I, a blockbuster I, film and Get Out. I like, admire your bleeding heart, but I'm going to stand by Inception. Mm. <laughs> I'm choking that. I mean, I said I, that no, those I think are the... We should... I think we should do it the way we, we set out. Yes. To. So your pitch for the number one slot is Inception. Do we have a second? Seconded. Make your case. Oh, I mean, I just think, again? Yeah. Okay. Not for the okay, movie okay. in general, I, but for I, why I, of I, these. I, 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 so I'm going like, back to what I said in our last episode. All the things James said when he suggested it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to the, that minute mark. Um, no, I think that uh, I think Inception vastly meets all of our criteria. I think it was a box office sensation, a box office sensation that was not attached to any Wasn't sequel or franchise or comic book or pre-existing material. It was a director's what third non-franchise movie. It is a wholly original movie. Yeah. I think the cast is stuff of legend. It's got an incredible cast, although Ellen Page arguably hasn't aged as well as everybody else in the cast. Her career. She no. has. Oh, she has physically. She looks. <laughs> yeah, she looks. She looks yeah, well, you're looking at like DiCaprio got, and Tom Hardy and Michael Caine. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Killian Murphy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like it's stellar cast. And, and I think you got Oscar nominations. You got box office buzz. You got lasting cultural influence. You got people teaching about it in philosophy schools. I think uh, it was Inception. taught in my films class that I took last term. So last to year. me, and uh, I mean, this is. This is not unbiased. Inception's my favorite movie on the our personal top ten list. So that's that's why I'm fighting for it so hard. But I do think Inception is a good candidate for best movie of the decade. I also worked in a movie theater when this came out. And I was I was at a second run theater, so it had been out for a long time before it came to our theater. And there was still so much energy around it. Mm. And there's very few films. I worked there for seven years. There's very few films that had that same amount of energy by the time they got to the second run theater. Oh, wow. The only ones I can think of were superhero type films and Harry Potter type films. Mm -hmm. This just had so People came out of that theater freaking out like what is what did i just watch yeah. this is so good so, and the rewatchability factor hello it's it only new every time you watch it it is only my second favorite movie by that director because i like magic <laughs> like the only reason why the prestige nudges out inception as my favorite christopher nolan movie is because of that like i think that my second favorite director's what i think is his best movie like mm-hmm. i really do think inception like he's made three other films in this so he's made four films in the 2010s, right? Because he did Dunkirk, Dunkirk, Dark Knight Rises, and yeah. I think Dunkirk we should have shouted out. I think Dunkirk. I think Dunkirk, and you could make a case for Interstellar as well. But yeah. I think that that Inception is absolutely the movie he should have gotten his Oscar for. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that it's a filmmaker who made every movie he made last decade was iconic. That's true. That's a good case to be made. Yeah, for his, his weakest movie was the, the Dark Knight Rises. Top of the list. Yeah. Uh, well, I Taylor also mentioned Harry Potter. I think we should shout out the cu- couple Harry Potter movies that came out this decade, not for the list. Wasn't there? But only... they they weren't mentioned last. Deathly Hallows episode. Part One and Two. Yeah. Well, which the were epic finales yeah. to yeah. a incredible series. Right. I, and the Fantastic Beast films. I think they were kind of trucked out by uh, by the Avengers. 
and right. that kind That's of right. That yeah. But you're right. Those do deserve it. Yeah, we didn't give Dunkirk or those movies. They, they were blockbuster heavy hitters. Some of my favorites to rewatch too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely. Best, but so we're making a case for Inception being the best film. I'm not hearing a lot of resistance. Should we just vote? Yeah, I think we should vote. Okay. I mean, obviously, I vote yay. 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 You can say nay. Nay. It but was we're gonna go in. It was the first film we saw as a couple. That's me and somebody. <laughs> All right. Now so we I have know a number one. Is number one. Is I'm happy. hilariously. It's also the first one we put on the list. Yeah. It's the first one I wrote down. Like it's yeah. the list we're all looking at has yeah. that as number one. All right. So Taylor, you're pitching number two. Gosh, sorry. I got. I had to post something really quick. <laughs> Wait. It's doing a podcast work. with these dips. <laughs> these these Hat- idiots like Inception. <laughs> what noobs? <laughs> Hashtag rookies. Smelly bags of meat. Yeah. <laughs> Smelly bags. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I think that for number two spot, I'm gonna go with Avengers Endgame only because I think it wraps up what this decade was in movies in a beautiful way, and I think that it needs to be near the top of the list. I don't second that. I don't second it. <laughs> you don't have to not second it. <laughs> I anti-second it. That does seem more vicious. Verbally. That does seem worse. I don't second I second it. Make your case. That you was just my case. Oh, you did <laughs> Too bad. If you didn't want me to make a case, too late. <laughs> I was trying to support you, Taylor. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Taylor's I, in I survival just think... mode now. I just think that it needs. To, I think it deserves to be somewhere near the top. It's good that you the, say it sooner because the way we're doing this is kind of weird. Because if someone just has something in the back of their mind, it'll end up at the end. And yeah, then like, is, I should have argued this sooner. I do so. think it should be in the top five. I agree. Yeah. I don't think that, and that's where that's really where I'm going. Is I don't know if it's number two for me. It probably would be on this list, which is why I said it. But also think that the argument should be made that it should be up there because of what what we said it represented which mm-hmm. was really the flagship for all the totally it, it is, is going to be it like is the our, stuff of film history yes it is our marvel no cinematic universe inclusion no franchise has more movies than this one now right actually you know they what beat out james bond looking at this Why list not? i'd be okay if it got got number 2 do we want to vote let's vote oh my gosh i think i say nay for number 2 yay nay nay Yay! <laughs> so we'll revisit. Well, they're, and, obviously, they're all top ten. We don't have to I, be. I already said when Haley said what she thought should be number one. What I think is number two, and I think it's Get Out. I'm get out. Still gonna say Get Out. Somebody yeah. second. I second. Um, I think that the importance of this movie and what it actually has meant culturally, we're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this was only two years ago. But again, it is the mark Almost when others when bad movie studios are trying to boost themselves by being like, "Hey, we're the studio that was willing to give Jordan Peele the money to make this project that no one thought was going to succeed." Right. Like we were the ones that did that, even if we didn't give him a lot of money. Like it, it falls thing. under the category yeah. of like, like it wasn't made for a lot. It didn't have any big budget special effects. It didn't have a big budget, and it made hand over fist money in. February. That's true. It lasted a whole year of the conversation to make it as an Oscar nominee a year you're later. A very good point. Mm-hmm. I, so you're, 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 and that's why I'm I giving myself it. chills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately, as I'm talking about the power of this movie, I'm literally getting chills over here. And that's why I wanted it to be number one because it didn't, kind of some of the things you were saying about Inception, 
but even more because it wasn't writing off of anything else. It was an original story. It was Actually, had a I lot think going if anything, against it. It had more going against it because the person who had produced it was known exactly. for comedy. Exactly, he was known for comedy. He was, so he was new to this kind of thing. He also uh, it also was a scary movie. So just in its self, like the, the fact that this is in the top ten. Can I you know, add it was a, yes, go that ahead. it didn't have a very good trailer either? No. I, I saw the trailer and I was like, I do not the trailer felt I don't like, remember the trailer. The trailer I felt like, like a B-movie 60s yeah. horror yeah. film. Like it had like quick cuts and bad music. Well, that's but I think that was the point. I think it was too because it was really directly influenced by the Stepford West. I like the trailer now that I've seen the movie, but the, I was just like, this looks yeah, it like had, trash. It had everything going against it yeah. and it is... The fact that it got nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. was crazy, and, and won first, first African American to take home the best original screenplay. Yes. which I was just going to say, like, one best original it, screenplay. It's like cultural impact. It's like like social impact that, and that's why I was like, it should be over Inception because Inception has kind of had a lot going for it in a way that this one didn't. I mean, he and was the writing off the coattails of the Dark Knight. The fact that they could be contenders to That's me huge. makes it feel like it, it should be. But I am going to say but. Inception has, there's a bit of recency bias with Get Out. I think Inception, no, undoubtedly Get Out is going to go down in history, but Inception has had a longer time to really solidify its place in film history. And I mean, there is a lot to be said that Christopher Nolan was riding on the coattails of The Dark Knight, which everyone ev- went to see everyone the knew they were going to go see Inception because of that. Exactly. So, like, there was a lot of, like, oh, this is an obvious win, but I don't think that that is held against it for the top spot. I do think that the argument I said when you said Get Out originally was I think that these are the two films that I would recommend as the two best films from our list of the decade. Let's take it to a vote because I think we're beating a horse. I'm obviously a yay. 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 So get out is number two. All right, right, Jordan. So looking at our list, I feel like there's a case to be made that I'm torn between two, but I think Inside Out belongs near the top of this list. Uh, I would like to know. Let's hear it. uh, Because, I mean, for all the reasons Tony said... Wait, who pitched this movie? You pitched it. Tony did. For all the reasons Tony said when he pitched it... I feel oh. like this is an emotionally sophisticated movie that is for everyone. It's yes. the one of the few family movies, like specifically for families kind of movies on our list. But it made many of my adult male friends cry in the theater. We all hugged each other and cried also, for a while isn't it, isn't it one of the most successful Pixar films, too? It wouldn't surprise me. It's one of the only original, like, non-sequel Pixar movies in a long time. But Pixar is I mean, like one of the good, best oh, studios. Another sequel. shout out. Coco was amazing. Coco was so good. Yeah, they actually had out. a couple in this decade. They had Coco and the Good Dinosaur. Shut and up. Coco and, and Coco was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and Coco was amazing. Pixar has only proven once that they can make a bad movie. Only once. Cars two. Cars. The good All dinosaur. The cars. Cars movies aren't. Bad. You don't think Cars movies are bad? I don't like any of the Cars movies. I don't think Cars... I don't like Cars, but a lot of people love Cars. I don't like Cars. But The Good Dinosaur was actually bad. I don't think The Good Dinosaur was bad. I don't think it was bad. But we're not having that conversation. Inside Out. Alright. The Bad Dinosaur. So Inside Out is number three. I wholeheartedly support that. Wait, we haven't voted yet. Is what we're saying. That's the Oh yes, I want I want Inside Out for number I wholeheartedly support that. Okay, so Haley. Inside Out number three. Let's vote. I have to look at the other ones. One second. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yay. 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 Unanimous. So far, all these have been unanimous. No. I don't... 
Inception was not. Oh, you did not. I would like to see Inside Out lower on the list, not meaning because I like it, don't like it, because I think it's amazing, but I think there are movies that are on this list that are better than it. But I do think that because with this particular narrowing down, focusing on cultural significance matters a lot here, and Inside Out and Get Out both have those. Exactly. Like in tenfold. Haley? Get Inside Out. Get Inside Out. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's the animated version. It's the animated version of what's going on inside of the heads of the parents and get out. Get inside out. (laughs) That's our pick for the best movie. Get inside out. (laughs) Get inside out. Sounds like like we filmed it. That is an argument I should have said about Inception. Is that any time there's a thing inside of a thing, people call it blankception. Like it is because it's part of the zeitgeist. It's a yeah. It's a part of speech. This is completely off topic, but we should make our own film. We yeah, absolutely it would should. be terrible. Get, get inside, inside out. Exception. <laughs> we like get inside out. Write a short film and do electric boogaloo. Uh, okay, right. Haley. Mm. This is really hard. This yeah, it's kind of it's and now we have three. So no, this is four. So but now we have three slots that are locked in. Yes, we are on number four. I will go ahead and say Avengers Endgame. Seconded. This feels right to me. I and honestly, it's like, and I'm not as I think something. It's weird because I think I don't. I'm not usually like this, but when things are really hyped up, I feel like I have to defend it less. So I don't. I don't know. I'm not in love with Endgame. It wasn't my favorite Marvel, but I feel like the Marvel movies in general need to be higher up on this list. Also, Thor Ragnarok was so quintessentially you that I understand this not being as crazy for you yeah i do do think think it's like culturally significant and should in four seems i think four five for the flag bearer of the mcu is good feels right to me tony i'm fine with that oh so so yay that's a yay yeah yay 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 okay so that is number four this This episode's gonna be 20 minutes long (laughs) let's do that people will be apologies for the length of the last episode Let's oh, play. it's my turn, huh? Yeah. Yep. Let's play a game with the number five. <clears throat> what do I want for my number five? Uh, Moonlight. Seconded. And I just I think, haven't seen it. I think Moonlight is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything new to say about Moonlight. Right. I think you can throw a lot of the similar things you threw at Get Out at Moonlight. Like, you just... Yeah. Also... No reason for it to be as successful as it was. Sorry, go ahead. It's also our only Best Picture winner on the list. Oh, oh so I love that. Yeah, we, have those a, we only have a couple of nerds. <laughs> Bunch of those nerdy critics. I would also argue that Social Network was snubbed, but right. And I think movies like Moonlight are a good signifier of like what's to come. Totally. Yes. Like, I yeah. felt like it. Yeah, it was kind of out of its time. I haven't seen Moonlight, and I was thinking it should be three, four, or five. Like that yeah. was where my head was. That's at. it's my number two on this list. Number three behind Inside Out, actually. But yeah, I, I think Sorry, number five is a good good spot for Moonlight. I agree. Okay, let's go over a vote. You can say nay. 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 Yay. 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 We have a top five. <laughs> I just feel... I've, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Okay. <laughs> Taylor? I sound like my mother. <laughs> you uh, do. Number six. I'm going to go Mad Max Fury Road. Second. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Second. I don't know that I need to talk more about it. Besides what we said earlier, I, I think that it I think this really is well a good six. spot for it. I agree. I say yay. 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 Bam. But maybe we'll play another game. Okay. <laughs> we could. Well, we might get down to fighting over one. Put the last game in this one. Okay. So it's me. <laughs> we got to figure out what, what James think, hates more. I think Social Spider-Man Network. Or I think Social Network is seven. I Network. agree. Totally agree with that. 
social network. I disagree. <gasps> Me as well. Do you really? <gasps> really? Yeah. I think I do too, but I, I'm trying to... Oh my gosh, no, this is so obviously seven. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm surprised. My social network is the one on here that I connect with the least by far. Whoa, really? Yeah. Say words. It's just not my favorite. Like, I just don't, it, for me personally, I don't. You mean of the ones left? Of the ones yeah. left. I connect with the other ones and feel more to this. But I very well see the argument for it, so I'm not... I'm yeah, I think to, it probably I'm not belongs in this spot. I was just trying to be contrarian. I don't know. I, think I, think, this feels I just right. kind of feel like rounding out the list, like, I almost think, like, Bridesmaids should be up there or something. Like, I just feel like we're going to downplay, like, the comedy and... That's fine. It's lucky to be on Whoa. there at all. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the, the it, comedy it beat out movies that are legitimately right. we, better we, than we're it. We're not <laughs> saying that Bridesmaids was better than Boyhood, <laughs> like, which was snubbed like, in 2014. Also, Birdman... Birdman. Bridesmaids be Birdman. of life. I'll edit. I'm editing this. I'll bleep it out. Birdman. <laughs> Bridesmaids beat out somebody's like absolute favorite, favorite movie. movie of all time, who is a, the, one of the biggest movie nerds we know. And Bridesmaids beat it out. So I mean, like, I don't even like Bridesmaids. I just feel like. I think I, I think it's a hard it's a it's, it's a hard case to make it's that it's better than. It's lucky if it gets our number ten spot. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Do but... we want bridesmaids? <laughs> okay. No, I, lo- I love bridesmaids. <laughs> I don't. Who, sub- who submitted Social Network? Uh, I did. Yeah, it was I for seven? No, you denied it. Oh, I submitted it for seven. Okay. Uh, but I'm saying yay. 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 Nay. Alrighty. I say yay. The record shows. The record shows that Taylor has said nay. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay. a voting record. This is all public. There's no Fast and the Furious okay. on here. Right. All right, so I'm going to submit oh, Parasite to our next one. Was Wait, it's my turn? Like, that was on my list. Uh, of of these list. left, I think that Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse should be next. Mm. Nay. It's not your turn. Oh. I second you. Think you. Well, I... Thank you. Well, okay, let me make my case then. Well, so we're looking at Spider-Man, Bridesmaids, or Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. I just I like Cabin in the Woods more, but I think Spider-Man meets our criteria. I think it, I think Cabin in the Woods is our underdog. I mean, it's a movie fans movie. I keep saying that, but I think that's definitely true because it's a it's a very meta horror movie, mm-hmm. and I like it more than Spider-Man. Huh? Maybe you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm putting it out there uh, though, Spider-Man. I, so let's vote on it. I was uh, gonna say I would be down for Cabin in the Woods, Spider-Man, Bridesmaids. Oh. I think that's a good order for me, too. I feel fine with that. Yeah, me too. Captain of the Woods, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Your least two favorite are on the bottom. Where they belong. <laughs> I mean, not off, <laughs> off the list is not an option anymore. Right. Is Bridesmaid better than Spider-Verse? I think the answer is no. Okay. So I think that... So it's Cabin it, in the Woods. I think that, that is right, yes. Spider-Verse yeah. and Bridesmaids. I think that's right. Okay, James, could you read our list top to bottom? Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. So you said Cabin in the Woods is 8, Spider-Verse is 9, Bridesmaid is 7. Okay, here is the definitive. Definitive, guys. Jesus, take take the real. Ooh, I like that. I wish we were harmonizing. Top 10 best movies of the decade. decade. God chose these movies. These are God's 10 favorite movies. We are speaking a new book right now. Yeah. (laughs) There's some heresy in there. Let's start from 10. We'll we'll count yeah. them. At number 10, coming in, taking the 10th spot, is Bridesmaids. Woo! Yeah. The one comedy. The, the at, comedy. I mean, plenty of these movies are you funny. You guys can be funny, too. <laughs> at, taking the number 9 spot... We didn't spot, know that before 2011. <laughs> taking the number 9 spot is 
Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. One best animated feature. Uh, the number eight spot is our single underdog, Cabin in the Woods. Mm. That's our cult movie of the list. At number seven is Social Network. Six is Mad Max Fury Road. Five is Moonlight. Mm. Our only best picture. Best picture winner. Four is Avengers Endgame, carrying the torch for all Marvel movies. Feels great. Number three is an animated feature, Inside Out. Woot. Also one best Which I think is feature. delightful that in the top three was an animated it's Absolutely. Feature. It's important. It is important. At number two, we have Get Out. And in case no one's been paying attention the entire episode, at number one, we have Inception. Yeah, Yay! Yes. So and good love, and satisfying. I love that the, the Inception was the first great movie of the decade because it mm-hmm. came out early mm-hmm. in the year of 2010. It was, first one we talked about. It was the first movie I suggested. It was the first movie you suggested for number one. It and was the Latin. We're at the end of the decade and it's our number one of the decade. We're saying like, that Inception was the best movie. It was of the Inception 2010s. and all downhill from there. Oh, well, I'm not you, saying it. If you don't agree with us, well, you don't agree take with, it up God. with God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You take it up. It's not my fault. God, God chose this list. <laughs> We're just revealing. Clearly, it's not up to me because Bridesmaid and Spider-Verse made it onto this list, so clearly that's God. Take it up with God. Yeah, that's not my fault, it says. God makes a way. I think it's a solid Uh, list. Even though there are two films that I actively dislike. One of them I actively dislike. The other one, I just was not, I was not crazy into it. I think I might have been in the bad headspace. I think I need to rewatch Spider-Verse. Bridesmaid's Bridesmaid's my thing that I didn't say earlier is that everybody was so obsessed with it and trying to shove it down everybody's throat and that particular thing drives me batty. Let's do this real quick to end off the show. We'll take a second, obviously, but let's do like, what are the movies that we're looking forward to? Looking forward to 2020 of the year. What are the big movies that we're excited for? Oh, there are not a lot of movies on my radar, so I I've got one it. big one on my radar. What? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Who oh, are you gonna yeah. call? Of course. A real Ghostbusters film, not made by a terrible director. Paul Feig is not a terrible director, and that was not a terrible movie. Ghost, it, it was not terrible. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't great. great. I mean, it wasn't great to you. I the enjoyed it at I the went time. With, adored it. I it enjoyed so it. Hyped. It I just was so moved. It felt so his B sides. Like, it felt like he took a bunch of jokes that he thought were funny that didn't make it for funnier films and put them in good I don't think that joke joke writing was sharp enough. The performances were ridiculous. Pig. They were so good. Like, the women in that film did so great with what Not terrible the best thing. Material. Especially Kate McKinnon. Had. Yes, Kate McKinnon. I think Kate McKinnon, and this was Chris Hemsworth's first, like, I loved that whole thing. Just she, the whole concept that they flipped the whole like uh-huh. like hot girl who yeah, has no he was purpose. The hot guy who has no purpose. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was just it was just yeah. beautiful. He now. was also very funny in it. But it was also Leslie Jones. I think that was the turning point for me with Leslie Jones when I was like, oh, I'm so tired of this shtick. Because it was her being it loud. Is kind of a shtick. And, and at, at first, when she first came onto the SNL scene and she was showing up before she was a cast member. What's and bitch got to do? Get a beef bowl. Exactly. <laughs> and yelling and screaming at, at Weekend Help Update Anchors. Like, I thought that that was so funny. And then I realized, oh, she's a one-trick pony. Can this I is say, all though, she can do. There was this sketch. I don't know if it was real or, ske- or not. Or sketches by laughing. SNL. Where they had her be like a ninja. Do you remember yes. that? Did, was that recurring? Or was yes. That just, it was just, just two or three times. Because I loved that because that, that's exactly what they were doing. They're like, let's take this woman who can't like is known for this and like make her a ninja. It's hard because in the modern age of SNL right now where we have such a diverse, really talented cast who can do a lot, Leslie Jones is still there. No, she's not. I thought she was still there this year. Nope. Did she leave this year? Yep. 
Oh. You well, last year she was still there. I haven't been watching. I mean, I haven't been watching Ray. It's been a good season. I catch all the sketches. It's been really good. Yes. Really what good. I've so seen has been great. Um, yeah. I, I wish I was in town with you guys. I know. I, we could watch all ten of these movies. I know. I want to now. Maybe we'll do that on our... Uh, we can host oh, a parasite screening. We should... I do want to see it really bad. Um, especially because on my list of, like, nerd dogs for the 2010s, I was going to suggest Snowpiercer because I think as a director, he is ridiculously uh, good. That was on my far like, list of, like... Yeah, I, that was I one of my... That, that was a dark horse suggestion because so I think Snowpiercer we, was crazy good. Just to pad the episode a little bit, before we look forward to 2020, and you can have a minute to think about, but what is an underdog pick that not a lot of people have seen from the decade, but they should. Not a lot of people have seen from the decade, I'm but they should. say one. That we haven't can talked say about? say two? Or... Sure. Say yeah. two so we can pad the episode. The Tree of Life and Silence. Those two movies mm-hmm. are... Silence is the Andrew Garfield one? Mm-hmm. That's the one we watched the one on the plane. I watched, you watched on the plane. everything up to like the very last like, 20 minutes <gasps> or something. I know! It's based, oh, off, uh, of a, I know. It's based off of a book, right? Because yeah. we landed. It's like one of and Blair's favorite books. It's a good book. It's a very good book. Yeah. Shout out to Blair. So, Silence and Tree of Life, those are my two... Underseen movies. Two of my favorite, yeah. both in my top ten of all time. Tree What's funny is, is you suggested one of those. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mine is Popstar, Never Stop, Never, never stop, Stopping. Never Stopping. It's so good. It's so good. I feel like that, that movie brings us together, James. Like, yes. There's no animosity when Agreed. we're talking about that movie. I love that. And, part, and you are part of why I love it as much as I do. Your love for it's rubbed off on me. It's just so delightful. Gross. You're gross. <laughs> Well, I don't see many movies that most people don't see. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a hard fast rule. Just kidding. But I really just trying to think. Like, ah, it was from this last year or from decade. this decade? From the decade. Okay. We have sung its praise many times on this, but I'm going to say it again. Sing Street. Is mm, Sing Street is yes. so I'm telling you. I've never you seen Sing Street. It's, it's, it's on my list of movies to watch. You have to, have it to see is, it. It is amazing. It's I listen lovable. to the soundtrack frequently. Me too. Still. I love yeah. the soundtrack. It's so good. I learned to like play a couple of songs. So good. Um, but all the rest of the ones I that like I really love are ones that like like everybody own. saw. Like big blockbuster films and stuff? Yeah, like yes. I love Baby Driver. I love Baby Driver. I love just all those kinds of things just speak directly I do to feel my soul. Remiss that I didn't suggest Cats is like one of the films I think everyone should see. That <laughs> I would have listened to. It's an experience. I listened to. I appreciate it's an experience. That. It is, is what I'll say. But I really don't it's think it's an experience for everybody. Experience. No. It's a bad experience. <laughs> but it's I, experience. I'm actually really wanting to go see it again, and I think I have a very limited time to go watch it again. You do. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it won't be in there long. It's bombing. Okay. Oh yeah. Terrible. I'm gonna. Uh, wait, wait, well, okay. Wait, wait, so no, Sing Street. It's a great one. Tree of Life. Silence. Oh, I'm gonna Star. Star. Uh, so I'm gonna throw out. I feel like there are a lot of movies like this for me. Like I really love indie movies. I really love indie movies that nobody sees. Uh, Haley said one of them. What did you say? You said. Higher ground. Yes, Higher Ground is one of my. It's like my oh, third or fourth favorite one. movie of that's all time. Beer for me gets a movie about. In fact, I talked about it in the first episode of this podcast ever. It's a movie about faith transitions. It's a movie about kind of recapturing the magic of your faith experience or whether you can after your life gets complicated and things aren't like they used to be. Oh, uh, one second. It's just a really bittersweet movie. What? I forgot to say Hunt for the Willow People because that is the other one that I was trying to say. Mm. Yes. I uh, forgot it. We brought it up earlier, but yes. I was like, that. go watch his Taika Waititi's early stuff so that that way they'll give him more money to make Especially Hunt for the Willow People. What We Do in the Shadows. I love What We Do great, in the Shadows. But yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People is one of my favorite movies of all time. Also, Short Term 12. It's a movie from, uh, that's a good one. I think, 20, 2013, starring Brie Larson. Uh, just a really, really indie movie about a woman who works at a home for troubled teens. It's really great. Uh, 
And Peanut Butter Falcon came out this year, and I think everyone should see it. I, I think that's a lovable movie. I watched his interview on Hot Ones with Shia LaBeouf's, mm-hmm. and it made me think that I need to see that movie, and then the... Honey Boy! He had the new movie, Honey yeah. Boy. Apparently, he's just on a comeback. Yeah, we talked about it in our last episode. I'm, I'm excited for the fact that a, a childhood star who is my age, because... Even Stevens was on when, you know, I was, like, the same age. Like, him and I are, I think, born the same year. Yeah, and watching him me. go through... Well, yeah, you're young. You think you're yeah, baby. Me. I watched him okay, go boomer. through... <laughs> I could pull a boomer move and show you that I'm not a boomer. <laughs> All four years that we have age difference. Uh, to watch him kind of go through, like, a real rough patch. He kind of mm. had the... He didn't have the classic Disney star burnout. But he, he had a little bit, burnout. yeah. He's Shia LaBeouf, so it was unique. Like right. actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I said that in the last episode. It really caught you off guard. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited that you know that you just said Peanut Butter Falcon. I love it because I respect your it movie is opinion. So good, usually. It's so. <laughs> it's just got a lot of heart. It's very sweet. It's very funny. I only throw in the usually as a jab at bridesmaids. Oh, I know. And I'm the wrong one. I know. Just let's let's not be clear. <laughs> I'm wrong about bridesmaids. I'm aware. You're going to tell me. Okay. Haley's turn. (laughs) (laughs) One movie we didn't talk about at all was a movie called Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures um, is very good. Which I thought was great. And there's, you know, there's like a handful of movies that were kind of like these like inspirational movies about like civil rights and stuff like that. Like Selma or even like, um, was that one? Like The Help. Yeah. But what I liked about this movie was that it was about women and women of color, and it was, like, through their lens, you know? So, like, The Help is about, like, a white woman, but this was, uh, you know, a movie. And this is another movie that I feel like I hope is, like, a signifier of, like, things to come. Because I feel like we've, if you look at, like, movie history, there is is this kind of, like, uh, progression of, like... Movies about, like, social change that started with, like, that white savior sort of thing. It's, like, mm-hmm. movies, like, like Green Book, you know? Like, movies about, like, oh, white, God. about white people, but, like, it's people, people think are, like, oh, yeah. it's such, so good for, for people of color, whatever. And, honestly, like, I think those movies were important for the, for the time that they were in. But right, I feel like right. we're finally progressing to a point where we're, like, no, we, let's just make movies about, yes. like, people of color and about women through their own lens kind of how i feel about like book smart too it's like there have been great movies about women but a lot of times they were through a different lens and stuff it's like we're finally getting to a point and i'm excited for movies that aren't you know about the past and about women and people of color in that like subjugation like like i'm excited for movies about women nowadays that are not about suffering as a woman exactly not about suffering just about normal like stories about women and people of color because um, that's hopefully how the direction we're headed this has always been my argument always because you know the movie's so old this has been my argument about Black Panther to haters because there are plenty of people who were like well I just don't see the importance I'm like well that's because you're white you wouldn't like, buddy. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't important to you because it's you, you throw a dart and you're going to hit a Marvel superhero that you can go like ah that's one of my Marvel superheroes because they're all white one that you and can dress all up as for Halloween. Named yes. Chris. Yes, and there's a billion. <laughs> most of them are named Chris, or their middle name like, named Chris. Chris Johansson. Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So, <laughs> so uh, Chris. They're Jackson. all named Chris. So to like Black Panther was telling a story about Africa. Mm-hmm. 
that had nothing to do with slavery or the civil rights movement. Right. And that yeah. doesn't happen. Like, movies like that just don't get attention. And also, didn't it get an Oscar nom? For Best Picture. Best first, pic- first Best movie. Picture nod which is, for a superhero movie. Yeah. Which, maybe that's not the best superhero movie to ever got that nomination, but the like what that means symbolically is amazing. And so what you just said about like hidden figures absolutely tracks yeah. because and that's where and we're headed. Normal stories, uh, yeah. Normal stories about people are great. The director of hidden figures notoriously turned down the opportunity to direct Spider-Man: Homecoming so he could direct Hidden Figures. See? Wow, love yeah. it. That's a lot also, of money you turned down. Also, oh. speaking of because you mentioned a story about women told by women, I think another good example of that that should have at least gotten a shout out in our last episode is Wonder Woman. Like Wonder yes! Woman was one of the movies of the decade, okay. and also that, was another one that was about. It wasn't about like women's rights or like her being an underdog like she's like no i'm a god i'm powerful Mm -hmm. yes agreed love it all right so now what are we looking forward to in 2020 oh can i go first please because i i I didn't think i had anything i have two that i was that excited i mean there's some that i'm really excited about but like this one in my bones like my most anticipated movie of 2020 and that is dune uh, mm, directed. I have no. I don't care about the source material at all. People are making faces at the table, but and I haven't seen the old one. But Denis Villeneuve is uh, one director to keep your eye out for. But this cast: uh, my boy Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Ooh. Dave oh Bautista, gosh. Javier Bardem, and Stellan Skarsgård. This cast is amazing. It's directed by Denis Villeneuve and uh, written by Denis Villeneuve. And I'm just so, so unbelievably excited for every Dune. Because I love Arrival. I love Blade Runner 2049. I love Prisoners. I love Sicario. He he did Sicario. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. he's got this guy is batting. He's got a perfect score. Yeah. So uh, Dune is the movie 2020 I am by far most excited for. I just want to recognize officially on mic that I was able to finish a sports analogy that Tony was not. <laughs> I was thinking that. I want um, that for posterity's sake. Amen. I, I, I hope this Dune is good because the source material is rough. Well, especially like, the first I, see, Dune This is movie. like Little Women for me. The book, I, I, the first I could book care less about the source material. It has right. no connection good. to me. I'm glad. But the people who have come together to make this movie yeah, that's a good has list. got me some really excited yeah. to yeah. see this. And Timothy Chalamet, both in Little Women and Dune. Um, Zendaya's killing it. Also, like, a combination of Oscar Isaac with... Uh, oh. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. I'm, I'm a little too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm into that movie. They're making a sequel to The Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah! <laughs> I I am notoriously, I think, on record on this podcast on shooting that movie down. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor loves movie. it. Taylor loves it. Uh, fight. I think it's fight. been fight. trumped, though, by uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. I, I did like to see Underground, actually, but I not see, nearly as much as I, I love Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw. So bad. Oh my gosh, I cracked up laughing the whole way through. It's great action, and it's made exactly for me, and I don't care that anybody else doesn't like it. I, I like love, it just fine. It's, I love it's, it's okay. So It's a thing of art. <laughs> so what movies are you excited for next year, Taylor? I'm what? really excited for The Gentleman, or Gentleman, I don't know if it's oh, The Gentleman well, or Gentleman. you don't gotta wait that long. Not very long. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie film. Guy Ritchie's one of my favorite directors of all time. I really loved... A lot of his old stuff. I really loved his interpretation of Sherlock Holmes was the thing that got me into liking movies past the idea of just like liking movies. I was like, wow, this is shot so differently and kind of weird and kind of funky and this slow-mo and all this yeah, different stuff. And, and it kind of cuts in these different ways. And it, it's this very uh, unique style. His last movie was not great. Um, <laughs> and well, I kind of still liked it just because... I, 
I like that kind of stuff, but I'm very excited for this one because it's got an amazing cast. Movies I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Blech. There's a reason why, though. Oh, you're because fans... <laughs> I thought he was joking. Because fans were like, this looks so bad, <laughs> and none of us want to see it, and the studio went like, okay, we'll change the animation. If only they would have done that for Cats as well. <laughs> I'm not actually excited about it. I just I feel like I have to see it because... Fans bullied a studio uh-huh. into doing that. I'm really excited about Mulan. Like a Chinese yes! war epic. Mulan trailer looks so good. The 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 Chinese war epic instead of doing this? a new remake. Yes. I'm a big James Bond fan, so No Time to Die looks really good. And it's the last Daniel Craig James Bond. I'm stalling because we all know that the movie that I'm most excited about. I know. About is I know I'm excited. Afterlife. Oh. There's another one that oh. you think you should be really excited oh. about. Oh, yes, there are two movies that I'm legit so excited about next summer next summer is gonna be the year of movies for me because ghostbusters afterlife comes out and i the trailer did what a trailer should do which is leave you wanting more and not answering many questions i think it's a perfect trailer like it doesn't show you much but it shows you enough to hype you without telling you all the story and in the heights I am so excited for it. In the Heights is, is that one the of one that you were, Is that the yeah, one you were expecting? Yeah, so I think that. Very excited for this. I love so the source good. material. I love Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I think that it looks... And they hired... The, the man who's playing the character that Lin-Manuel Miranda played on stage is one of <laughs> Lenny Mann's best friends. He was also in Hamilton. Like, I'm so excited for that movie. In and it's Heights got Dr. Amazing. Dre from Straight Outta Compton in it. In the Heights looks amazing. Corey Hawkins is yes. his name. What were you going to say about Mulan? I've said this to many people, so I'll say it on podcast. That all the Disney remakes that are making live action have kind of fallen flat to me. I don't really hate any of them, but like if you're going to make something live action, to me, I'm like, you should take that opportunity to make it more realistic. And they've been kind of just doing like literal live versions of the cartoon, is what it feels like. And I'm like, I've seen the cartoon. So you should right. give me something else. And I've said before I, Mulan was even announced, or at least before they started showing things about it, I always said that I thought that like Mulan should be like a war epic, and it should be in Chinese, and it should be like mm. like all this kind of crazy stuff that I knew they weren't going to do. But and it's not in Chinese, which is probably a good thing. But it does look like they went more of the direction that I wanted. They, I think they took the songs out, right? So it's not like a musical. Yeah. It's going to be less like showy and more dramatic and i'm just really excited about it and it just looks more yeah realistic i want the realism in a live action disney movie like that's what i would prefer during this last trailer jordan whispered to me it looks like crouching tiger hidden dragon yes and it looks like a kung fu movie that is the direction to take it yes yeah. so that's a good move yeah do do something different with this disney movie like this is one of i think particularly like our generation's most beloved disney movies i think this is like mulan is i think absolutely one of like particularly our generations because as we were becoming older this was the movie that came out like yeah i think i was what it came out 2000 98 so i was like 11 10 somewhere in there like and i loved this movie because it was it had fighting it had amazing songs it had eddie murphy Mm -hmm. yes and as a kid eddie murphy particularly that eddie murphy character like was totally on point Mm -hmm. like it was it's fantastic so to make this live action property actually like feel true to the spirit of this real strong powerful like dangerous woman and actually make her still that because she's not helpless she's one of the disney Mm. women who is not helpless Mm. like yeah and another woman of color story Mm -hmm. 
And she's not sexualized. Yeah. Not a sexualized woman of color. That never there are very only, few Disney. There are only, I think, like maybe two or three non-sexualized Disney princesses. Doesn't that kind of suck? Yes. <laughs> a that, lot. Isn't that pretty, these are children's there, movies. There are two. And I think it's Mulan Princess and Moana. Frog? Oh, Moana. I guess I guess I don't I'm think talking more of the the um, the nineties the Renaissance. Yeah. Oh yeah, the nineties. It's because yeah, Tangled and uh, well, Princess and the Frog is part of the Renaissance. Yeah, I'm saying Moana and Prince Milan and Princess and the Frog. I think are the two that are not. Well, Princess and the Frog is part of the new Renaissance. But it's I mean it's traditionally animated. It's traditionally animated. Oh, so that's, yes. that's, that's okay. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, I was like, so Mulan. Uh, Pocahontas was unfortunately oh, kind of sexualized. Oh, yeah. Esmeralda Extremely. was incredibly so. <laughs> so was Jasmine. Jasmine was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's not great. It's not a good track record. Because yeah, how do white men ass. relate to a Disney movie unless they can, and a person of color and mm-hmm. a woman, unless he can have sex with her? Yeah, right. So oh. that's, the, that's the way you get it. We'll so I hate when you say it like that. Yeah. We'll see what winds up in the episode. That's just in that episode. You're not allowed to write trailers. Why? All right, so. My pick, there are two trailers that both look amazing and I'm super excited about. One is A Quiet Place 2. Mm, yeah, that looks, looks good. really, really good. I, did, I didn't think... Still haven't seen the first one. Me either. Oh, it's oh. so good. Oh, that's know. a shout out. Shout out for <laughs> I don't have friends who love me enough shout to show out for me these best movies, of a so... Uh, and the other one, <laughs> and the trailer also Sorry, looks buddy. amazing, is... Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman 1984. I, looks I, so good. Especially because it's 1984. Like, I do think they did better colors. service. The, this trailer looks better than the trailer for the, the first poster. movie. Because the trailers for the first movie the made that poster. movie look. The poster's dope. Kills this. I love. Yeah, every, every, <laughs> not even just the poster, every image from this movie of like any promotional material, not just the poster. Like there's one where it's just like 1984 and it's like all neoned out and it looks like the glow emblem. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like, and the, Trailer and the music. Yes. And like they eighty they ate, they also eightyfied the song. Mm. Like they synth oh, the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. song did, of hers. Like eighty four is just like something so, really chill to look at. So before we move on, DC cancelled the DCEU, right? Unofficially but officially. Uh Shazam and Aquaman and Wonder Woman are all freaking dope. Yes. But they are. They're standalone. not trying to do. They're not making the big an universe extended universe. Anymore, right? like, That's smart. So. I'm glad that, that companies losses. are starting to go. Like maybe we can't copy Marvel. Yeah, you probably. My can't. suspicion is that once they get a few more, once they get this Batman reboot out there, and a few more like successful, they'll try again. They're going to give it a shot, and I'm okay with that. Huh. I'm okay if, but if the goal has to be we're making good individual movies, How right, but not rest it on uh, entirely on Zack Schneider. Well, well, it, it won't be oh, um, really bad choice. To it won't that. be, but also won't that put Wonder Woman in the weird position of like it, you don't look like the other Batman. That's like there are continuity true. issues right. if continuity they issues. keep yeah. trying to build on Wonder Woman. And Shazam was delightful. I'm Shazam was for, great. I'm excited for Birds of Prey. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of, I'm excited for the soft Suicide Squad reboot. Mm. You want to see it? I'm yeah. actually excited for that. The Suicide Squad reboot? Or Birds I of Prey? am excited for The James Gunn Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad reboot. reboot. <laughs> That's kind of like, it's a soft reboot. Like, the Guardians he's, he's the Galaxy going, like, on Earth. He's, yeah. he's going like, oh, people loved you. So, uh, Margot Robbie, you get to come be Harley Quinn again. That's true. They're doing but it like, with Suicide Squad. They could do it with Justice League. Yeah, they could straight up. Like, they, But would there be no Batman in no, the new just, Justice League? But like they're a replacing Will Smith. Uh, Which is a shame, because he was they? actually with one Andrew of the good... Yes. Yeah. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah. And they're replacing a few other Idris Elba, man. This is so I, You weird. don't make the best choices. I can point to a movie you made this year. Macavity. Where you uh, slunk around really awkwardly. <laughs> he was in... 
Dark Tower a couple years ago. Too. Mm, he's not the best. Well, he's also in that The Losers. That's not a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I I'm it. always I'm so eating. afraid of talking about a movie when you're around because I was like, I don't want to offend you. You should never you. be like, afraid of offending me. <laughs> I know that I have a very He's weird unoffendable. taste in film. No, you don't have a weird taste in film. I think you have a normal it taste in film. It is a weird film. taste in film. It's fine. But we I all respect have weird it. Taste. It's okay, my favorite taste. Weird take for every this time. group. No. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. For like, sure. For normal people, I think you have a normal taste in film. You're not a snob. Yeah. And I just don't understand. I'm fine being a snob. I met oh, Tony way, when I was 16 and he turned me into a movie star. By the way, it's entirely his fault. There was a movie from this last year. There was a horror that. movie from this. <laughs> there was a horror movie from this last year, I think, we, that should have gotten an honorable mention. Mm. Um, Ready or Not. Ready or Not? I think it was such a. Oh, we can argue about it? Just as an honorable mention. No, no, As an honorable mention. I almost wish we were doing a 2019 episode. Is there any other 2019 stuff folks should go out and see? Little Women. Little, Little Women is great. Uh, so it was a great year for so movies. Good. It was a good year from what I've seen. Back seen. together next week and do it. <laughs> I'm out. I mean, the 2017 one was great. Was you guys should episode. go back and listen to it. I'm also happy that we're back yeah. in the swing of things. I really am excited that you guys are doing this again. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll have you on again soon. I want to say thank you, James and Haley, for spending this whole day <laughs> at my house to record this episode, and Taylor for making the drive to be over here. Also, want to say that I, this fills a very big hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. Doing the show, talking movies, talking faith. It's I love it and it's good. So finally, is there somewhere you want folks to find you and follow you? Twitter? Yeah. Is there a, anything you want to promote? Project in the works. There's projects in the works. Stay tuned. That's all I can say right now. <laughs> it's okay. very confidential. We haven't even actually lifted anything off the ground, but we are starting a YouTube empire. <gasps> That's amazing. Also, will my movie review will my movie review. YouTube channel be on that empire? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. Also, Haley, what's your Twitter? I want folks to follow you on Twitter. Oh my god! People really? should follow Haley on Twitter. She's, she's a good she's follow. She's great at Twitter. <laughs> she, okay. Haley is great at social media. I am not. Let's see if anyone even liked any of my tweets today. Probably not. Haley what last night said account? a bad pickle is better than no pickle at all. That's that was good. on her Twitter last That's night. That's a good my, take. My Twitter is at Heckhart. So H-E-C-K-H-E-A-R-T. Awesome. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm not worth following. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. And for both of those, my name is at Tony Scarcell, capital T, capital S. Taylor. MySpace. Uh, (laughs) Friendster. LinkedIn. Vine. Gmail. I'm still on Facebook. I'm still on Vine. Oh, yeah. Don't find us on Facebook. I don't actually post very often on just about anything. Mm -hmm. So... If you really want to connect with me, I'm there on all of the social medias, but under Taylor Lind. Taylor Lind. The only thing I do on social media is shameless self-promotion for my karaoke show, so <laughs> don't follow me. So if you live in Eugene Springfield. Yeah, if you Friday live, and Saturday, if you live in the Lane County area, you can find me tonight running karaoke at a bar. <laughs> this won't be out. It won't be airing. I'm not, airing, I'm not editing this right now. There's still uh, a good chance that they might listen to it on a Friday or a Saturday. <laughs> Friday or Saturday. Find James Jordan, where can town. people find you? I'm at Jordan McGill. J-O-R-D-A-N-M-E-G-A-L. That became one word at the end. <laughs> I mean, it's it's out there. Woo, the woo. truth is out there. Woo, woo. Love you guys. Uh, let's do this again soon. Word. Bye. Bye.
Jesus, take the reason.